Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You warming up our next guest, Corey Johnson? Uh, yes, he's abusing me. Um, you, th- you think what we talk about during the commercial breaks is ridiculous. Our Bloomberg intelligence analyst who's been digging into the numbers with Alphabet understands us a lot better than Wall Street seems to. Wall Street seems to be confused, but he's got it. All right. (laughs) So we're going to break it down. And maybe he'll explain maybe why the 2.8% decline either does or doesn't make sense in Google shares in uh, after hours. Hey, first up, though, back to your top business stories. Lots of news after the closing bell. Charlie Pellet all over it. All right. I thank you very much, Carol Masser. And Alphabet dipping as advertisers pay less for clicks. As Carol mentioned, shares down about 2.8%. Alphabet's results do include the effect of that $2.7 billion European Commission antitrust fine. Now, as for the overall earnings outlook. U.S. stocks ended the day mixed. Here we are in earnings season. But what about the bigger picture? John Stoltzfus is chief investment strategist at Oppenheimer Asset Management. He was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. We expect them to overall uh, uh, beat uh, projections once again in, in, in another quarter. It's been very typical. Analysts usually ramp up their, their estimates uh, 13 months ahead when they get r- right down to the wire on an earnings season, cut drastically offering opportunity for surprises. We think we get it again in this second quarter. And today, another record for NASDAQ, up 23 to 64.10, a gain there of four-tenths of 1%. S&P down two points to 24.69, down 0.1%. Dow Industrials down 66, a drop there of three-tenths of 1%. The 10-year down 4.30 seconds, the yield 2.25%. Gold up 50 cents, little change there, 12.55, higher by one-tenth of 1%. And crude oil, West Texas Intermediate, up 66 cents a barrel, 46.44, a gain there of 1.4%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie Pellet, thank you so much. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, and we are Bloomberg Markets. It leaves me Aretha Franklin, big fan of Google. And its parent company, Alphabet. No, she's not. Who knows if she is? Why wouldn't she be? All right, maybe she is. Why would she, and why wouldn't they be bigger fans of Aretha? Everybody's uh, a fan of Aretha. I'm a big fan of Jatender Rawal, uh, even though I refuse to hang out with him in the evenings <laughs> these days. Uh, but Jatender joins us right now, our Bloomberg Intelligence Analyst, who covers Alphabet and Google for us. He's in our AM 990 and 960 studios here in uh, in San Francisco, over the San Francisco Bay. And Jatender, uh, the market's confused by these numbers, it looks like, because the stock traded up and then traded down. Um, before I ask you to try to figure out the market, let's just talk about the numbers. To me, they looked really strong, not least of which the increase in the number of clicks at 52% after last year's record numbers. Uh, absolutely. You know, last year was 44%, 52% now. That's the highest since 2007. So the In terms of percentage growth. In terms of growth. And the number of clicks the highest ever. Uh, by yeah, by definition, it would actually be probably. But what's more interesting is, you know, your paid clicks also sort of continue to decline at an accelerated pace. So that was down 23%. Uh, I think where the confusion occurs is the XTAC revenue number. So if you look at the traffic acquisition cost or the cost that... 
yes, the tax that Google has to pay to its partners, uh, that has uh, shot up. It has accelerated a lot. So it's up 28%, which is, you know, uh, probably the highest reported growth um, uh, in, in a while. Yeah. And, and that has uh, so again, reduced so the net so sales. So revenue is up 21% year over year. The cost of acquiring new revenues or partner uh, revenues up 28%. 28%, exactly. So, so they're, having to, sh- so they're yeah. having to share it, right, the goods. Uh, yes. So if yeah. you look at last couple of quarters, uh, Carol, the growth has been driven by mobile search and programmatic and the traffic acquisition cost that Google has to pay to drive these revenues is higher in those segments. And and they have been warning this for a couple of quarters now. They said that this is a very structural trend. So don't expect this trajectory to change because, you know, they're shifting the ad revenues from desktop to more and more mobile and uh, and programmatic. And, and those shifts uh, come at a higher attack. Why does why does traffic acquisition cost that again the money they pay to other companies to get traffic why is it higher in programmatic and mobile advertising? I, th- I think it's a function of uh, the partners that they distribute it uh, against. Like uh, for example, they pay a big bill to Apple when you know the search advertising and things like that are routed through iOS devices. Same thing with like programmatic ad exchanges and things like that. So there are a lot of partner members over here involved. But also, uh, if you look at the other aspect of the 23% decline, it comes from YouTube's TrueView ads. The 23% decline in, in pricing, the, the value pricing, pricing, yes. You know, because that's a big concern. They call it cost per click. Yeah. Exactly, and and. And that's uh, one of the big drivers for that. Also has been YouTube's TrueView ads, which are priced lower than Google average uh, ads. So it's, I, I guess, you know, what Google has been pulling off this balance over the last six quarters of uh, costs, pricing is declining, but search volume and paid click growth has been accelerating even faster. So that balance has, is what sort of having driven the outperformance. But we'll sell, quarter, we'll sell. Uh, will sell uh, things for less money, but will make it up in volume. Correct. And and but so this quarter actually they missed on uh, X tax sales, and that's where the confusion uh, kicks in. Uh, so if you look at the gross revenue number, they beat, but uh, with this whole uh, traffic acquisition cost throwing things numbers off, they missed on the X tax number, and uh, I think that's where uh, that's one part and the twenty three percent drop, which was uh, you know uh, lowest ever. So quarter. is this? Is this a legitimate concern that would make one not want to own the stock, the notion that their business will be less profitable going forward? No. Actually, what it means is uh, from now on, the growth uh, would more depend on how they accelerate YouTube revenues because YouTube is still you know, not that big a portion of Google revenues. And uh, we saw that Google announced they have 1.5 mil- billion monthly active users on right. YouTube logged in. Uh, just to just to give you a frame of reference. 1.5 billion? Yes. And how is this for coincidence? Right now I'm looking at... A YouTube video. I just it, well, something came across on Twitter, and it's like a seal trying to get up on a boat to get away from orcas. But I mean, it's ubiquitous. <laughs> it's everywhere, and everybody taps into it. Wait, right? well, you could give us a comparison again. So YouTube <laughs> uh, uh, logged in YouTube users, which, which Carol, which Carol isn't right now. Carol says this is no, n- not right, including not all of the in. of the seals exactly. getting on boats videos. Exactly, <laughs> that's right. Facebook has 1.9 billion, and this is 1.5 billion logged in. So the scale is mammoth over here. So the monetization potential post its whole YouTube ad ban fiasco, like uh, I think it's a blessing in disguise for them uh, a couple of quarters from now, to be honest, because what what this movement has done is push them to take steps that was holding back some of the digital ad dollars because of measurement and offensive content risks and things like that. So the steps that they're taking – might bring back those ad dollars and help them accelerate. So so the bottom line here is now growth pivot shifts to YouTube or falls on the shoulder of YouTube and cloud services, which we saw strong results from in the other revenue. 
uh, dramatic quarter. Uh, what, what do you want to know in the call, the conference call? Well, uh, understanding this uh, pricing decline and when it's going to normalize, because at some point the mix shift is going to normalize. Uh, so how far are we from that would be a great uh, right, thing to focus on. It's like the Federal Reserve was nine months away from, <laughs> from hiking for, for six years. Uh, the, the end of the growth decline, the price decline for YouTube is always been about 52% growth in page clicks is not sustainable. We have this. We need to stop the pricing decline. So we need to see where yeah. uh, where the normalization happens. Jitendra Rawal covers uh, Google for us and other Internet companies. Here are for Bloomberg Intelligence, uh, one of the benefits to all the Bloomberg subscribers out there and the benefits to all the listeners as well. Uh, Jay, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Thank you. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Corey Johnson and Carol Masser. This is Bloomberg. It is time for a check on your latest World of National News headlines. Let's head on over to Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 99.1 newsroom in Washington. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Carol. Thanks. President Trump says the Senate votes tomorrow to begin debate on repeal and replacement of the Affordable Care Act. He says Republicans are very close to getting the votes they need. He's sending a warning to those who vote no. Any senator who votes against starting debate is telling America that you are fine with the Obamacare nightmare, which is what it is. President spoke from the White House, surrounded by families, he says, have fallen victim to Obamacare's broken promises. President Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, says he did not collude with Russia. He says his contacts with Russians during and after the campaign were proper. Kushner gave a statement from outside the White House after speaking with the Senate Intelligence Committee staffers this morning. Donald Trump had a better message and ran a smarter campaign, and that is why he won. Suggesting otherwise ridicules those who voted for him. Kushner says he looks forward to talking with the House Intelligence Committee tomorrow. Well, they say money can't buy happiness, but a new study suggests that depends on what you spend that money on. Researchers surveyed more than 6,000 people in four countries, found those who spent on ways to save themselves time on things like housekeeping or grocery delivery reported slightly more happiness than those who didn't. The same researchers gave people 40 bucks over two weeks. The first week, they asked them to buy something material like a shirt. Next week, they paid for something to save themselves time. That experiment led to the same result as the survey. Learn more in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Global News, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg.